It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. We are special breakfast people here at Pantsu Politics, but not just when Beth and I are on the road. The truth is I want something warm from the oven every Saturday morning and Sunday morning. It's just the truth. It makes it feel special, makes it feel exciting. I don't want to work at it. So the first time I ever saw Wild Grain, which is bake from frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. I was obsessed. You guys, I've been a member for over a year. It's amazing. It's so easy. Every item bakes from frozen in 25 minutes or less. No thawing required. You can fully customize your Wild Grain box. You can choose any combination of breads, pastas, pastries. You can even build a box of only breads, only pastas, or only pastries if you'd like. And for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box, plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash pantsuit to start your subscription. Sometimes I make one single croissant just for me because I want to feel special and they're so good. You heard me. Free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash pantsuit. That's wildgrain.com slash pantsuit. Or you can use promo code pantsuit at checkout. Do you want a bra that's sexy? Or a bra that's comfortable. Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. And they've even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit right. It's time to get your problems solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get 15% off your order with code PODCAST15. Y'all know how to start the new year off right. Your suggestions for our word of the year should make all of us feel optimistic. This is Sarah from the left. And Beth from the right. You're listening to Pantsu Politics. No shouting, no insults, plenty of nuance. Welcome to another episode, our first briefcase of 2017. As always, we love to hear your reviews on iTunes. You can also go to paintsuitpoliticsshow.com and become a regular supporter. It helps us cover the cost of running the show. And we have t-shirts in stock. Yay! We just have the gray in, and we're not, we don't have any of the crazy moderate because we just ordered the sort of one kind for now. But um, go check it out. We've dropped the prices a little bit. So get a t-shirt. Yay! We got a bunch of feedback this week, and some of it I'll call sort of the bucket of resistance, if that can be a thing. Um, so one message said, I would love for you to address the Indivisible document in a future podcast. Hearing about it and the groundswell of anti-Trump action groups 
brought back hope that was lost. I don't believe in obstruction, and yet I want my values to be heard and considered. I've always been an informed voter. I'm uncomfortable now with being an activist, but alas, I'm a mom now, and I'm disgusted that my kids are being raised in this environment. Similarly, we got a question from Max on Twitter about when you're thinking about resistance, are red lines useful? Your thoughts, Sarah? Well, we also, I got an email um, today, too, from Brett about the inauguration and whether the sort of the resistance of the mass march being planned. And I really liked what he said. He said, there's a veiled implication floating around out there that says, unless you're actively opposing the inauguration, you're a de facto Trump enabler who doesn't have the moral high ground that the patriotic Trump dissenters do. I find that to be kind of in bad taste, frankly. And I think it sets a precedent going forward for all future inaugurations to become exclusively partisan affairs populated only by the winning sides. Sounds like a recipe for further dividing the country along ideological lines to me, which continues to be a great concern going forward. I thought that was a really insightful um, comment. I don't want inaugurations to become partisan affairs at the same time. It's just so hard. I see both sides. I see the obstruction at all cost, roadblocks, and then it's it's the universe laughing at us since we've called for nuance that sent us Trump. It's so hard to say you know, in any other situation, it's it's just easy to say, well, if this was any other Republican, I'd say, no, let's just really try to work together. But if you can't, if you can't find any space for nuance or compromise with Donald Trump, then I guess how dedicated are you to nuance in a way? I've thought a lot about the red lines question. And what I really see is that our best remedy always as voters is to elect new people. And in our midterm elections, there will be a big opportunity to hold this Congress accountable for how it does and does not effectuate the Trump agenda and hold the administration accountable. But the deal with that is there have to be people to run against them. Mm. And I think some of the energy that is being spent on pure protest activities, which have their place. And again, I'm not criticizing anybody for the way they respond, but channeling some of that energy toward recruiting people to run for office seems to me to be the best way to effectuate some red lines, you know, have a stable of candidates ready to go. And that's happening in a lot of places, which has been great to see. Look, that doesn't have to mean every person listening decides to run, but maybe you encourage someone else to, or maybe you get involved with a campaign from the ground up. That's our best accountability mechanism. I, that's why I think I like documents like the indivisible um, piece. I like the let's channel this in the most positive way forward. But it does feel like even when we go forward, like let's say the ethics, um, the Republicans' um, recent action on the ethics uh, committee, it felt like the system did what it's supposed to. The process worked, right? They, we, the press reported. We all found out about it. We flooded our representatives with calls. And they, and Trump even seemed to respond in a way. But it was like, even his response or him saying any kind of like, them backing it off, it seemed like it wasn't good enough for people. Like, it still got this, well, you know, he was being unfair and he wasn't being accurate. And they just kicked it down the road. And it just it just felt like we couldn't go, okay, that was great. It worked. We did it. We listened. They listened. They messed. They walked it back, moving on to the next thing. Like, it does seem like even in the face of, like, legislative successes, there's this, well, Donald Trump is still the president-elect, so everything sucks. Yeah, I think it would be great to dial that drama down. 
and I, I hope that doesn't offend anyone because I, I truly understand the source of it. I just don't find it productive. Mm. I, I can't think about how much Donald Trump sucks every single day. I can't do it. No. And and I do think it was good and rare for him to use the power of Twitter in a positive way against his own party to say, stop this. This is ridiculous. And and he did it in a smart way. I get that people are annoyed that he kind of took a jab at the ethics watchdog in the process by saying unfair as it is. Yeah. But that is how you get things done. You know, you say, guys, I see your point. However, this is a stupid move at this time. Mm-hmm. That was a smart way to get the right outcome here. And I do think we ought to just say good outcome. Check. Moving yeah. on. Yeah, because I just it's frustrating and it's just not motivating for me as a person who called and felt like we got what we wanted to then it just constantly feel like, well, that wasn't good enough. That wasn't good. You know, then why am I doing anything? If nothing's going to be good enough and he's going to be terrible no matter what, then why am I doing anything? And you don't want people to feel like that. I saw someone post on Facebook a call for people to say one word about 2017 that they wanted to see sort of like we talked about and several people in the thread listed impeachment as their word. Dang. And I thought, you know, and I think this goes to Brett's point about the inauguration. Can we not all be somewhat invested in the stability of our government? And I get that people would respond to that by saying, well, I am invested in the stability of our government. That's why I can't allow this tyrant in that position, right? But this this is what it is for now. And can't we try to make something of that that is stable? It's hard. Speaking of the ethics situation, I wanted to share, and, and the process working, I wanted to share a message from Megan about that. She called Jason Chaffetz, her representative, and she said, when I called, I could hear the phones in the background ringing. I could hear many other aides on the line with calls. The staffer I spoke to was kind, but you could hear the tone of frustration in their voice. I was basically told the final vote hadn't happened yet and the issue was being overblown in the media. I then called our other Utah House representative, Mia Love's office. I'm a big Mia Love fan, just FYI. Mm-hmm. Again, her staffer was very kind and patient. She listened to my concerns, then gave some counterpoints as to the pros of the proposal. I told her I understood where she was coming from, but respectfully disagreed and hoped Representative Love would stand in opposition to the proposal. Overall, it was a good experience reaching out to my elected officials, and it only took me 17 minutes. I was in overjoyed to see the headlines indicating that the proposal had been thrown out due to the negative response it received. I felt so proud that the 17 minutes I spent making two phone calls while getting ready for work may have had any kind of impact on the situation. And then she said to me, the first thing I heard was your voice in my head saying the protection is in our process. So I was so excited to receive that Meg- that message from Megan, who also related to my uh, beige wallpaper analogy from our last episode uh, which was nice to see so well, and can I just say though as a legis- former legislative correspondent I'm a little concerned about her the way that she I'm glad she felt it was positive that but that bugs me that they argued with her it's not really those people's job to say oh it's the media or you say I understand your concern and that's how what my Kentucky representatives did a very good job of doing I called my new representative who I had praised as complimenting the other side um Representative Comer, and they said, thank you so much for sharing. Like, I don't understand. It's really not, in my opinion, as a former staffer, it's not professional to engage in some sort of debate with the constituent. Just take their concerns, dude. Write them down. Take their, t- Put it in your tally and say, I'll convey these. Like, don't make the person feel 
that you're arguing with them. I find that unprofessional. Even with that, it only took 17 minutes to be part of democracy. I think that's awesome. Yeah, definitely. If you're looking for a very quick salon quality, but not salon priced manicure, Olive and June has you covered. We've talked about Olive and June's Manny system before. It has everything that you need for a professional manicure in one box, salon grade tools, your choice of six polishes. Those polishes are gonna last you for seven days or more. The cost breaks down to about $2 a manicure. Olive and June also has press-ons if you want. What I love though, is that Olive and June each season is coming out with new colors. And I just got a set of spring and summer colors in quick dry polish. And they say this dries in about a minute. It seemed dry to me in about 30 seconds. It was not kidding about being quick dry. I also love the light colors in this set. There is a huge range. My favorite one is called Kitten. It's like a pinkish gray. The quick dry polish gives you full coverage in one or two coats. It lasts for more than five days and it is offered in more than 40 cruelty-free and vegan polishes. Olive and June just understands what's happening in our lives, that we need to move quickly, but we want to look great and feel great and have fun in the process. Visit oliveandjune.com slash pantsu for 20% off your first system. That's O-L-I-V-E-A-N-D-J-U-N-E dot com slash P-A-N-T-S-U-I-T for 20% off your first Manny system. Just finished A Court of Thorns and Roses and craving another fantasy world to devour? Dipsy's got you. Dive into spicy enemies to lovers' tales or embark on an epic romance between immortal fae and sworn foes. They've got fantasy romance stories perfect for your morning walk, late night, or long bath. Dipsy is an app full of short, spicy audio stories. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. Discover stories about second chance romances, adventurous vacation flings, and hot and heavy hookups. And there's a growing library of fantasy series with werewolves, Greek gods and goddesses, Regency-era historical fiction, and fairy smut to explore the bounds of your pleasure. New content is released every week, so in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash pantsuit. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipseastories.com slash pantsuit. dipsystories.com slash pantsuit. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Can I get something off my chest? Every day I feel a little pang of sadness. Because I think about Griffin going away to college. Y'all, he's a freshman in high school. This is not healthy or normal. This is why I have it on my list of things to talk to my therapist about. We all carry around these things, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us. Therapy is a safe space to get these things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. You gotta get it off your chest. And you can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash pantsuit today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash pantsy similar topic uh we got a series of tweets from edmund who i've decided i wish i could have lunch with sometime um because like all of his i just really like that name 
Yes. It's a great photo with his Twitter handle as well. He's very dignified. So anyway, he says, following your advice to listen to the Federalist more. And there's a lot of smart conversation. But I'm having trouble with both their calmness in our context and with the schadenfreude of the right, especially now. I should note that prior to last year, I used to be really great about hearing all sides. But now I find people feeling differently than me about Trump really upsets me in a new way that is wholly out of character with who I was. Would love to hear more discussion of this dissonance in perception and how people are feeling. What I pulled out of this that I hadn't thought about before was the phrase schadenfreude of the right. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is a powerful observation and one that I wish I could have all of my Republican friends meet me at camera three to discuss because the smugness of winners is the most obnoxious thing on earth, no matter who won, you know, and and it's so unhelpful to moving forward. And it's it's just ridiculous, right? Like none of us, if you watch our primary and then you are walking around with your nose in the air right now, come on. Yeah. You know, even if you thought Trump should be the winner from the beginning and you think he's the best thing on earth, just exercise a little humility and and move on and try to understand people. Well, and the left can tell you all about how that will bite you in the ass, so yeah, <laughs> don't get too right. confident. You know, the culture and the philosophy have become so different, and but so interwoven in everyone's minds of the two parties. The culture of the right as this sort of, well, individuals matter a lot as long as they agree with us is as bad as the left's individuals matter a lot as long as they agree with us. They're just different flavors of the same kind of arrogance. Yeah. So let's talk about our, everybody's words. That's so much more fun. Yeah. So everybody gave us a lot of, like, really thoughtful, wonderful explanations a lot of the time for why they thought this should be our word, but we don't have time for that. <laughs> so you, I, you want me to run through a couple? Yeah, that's great. Okay, so Jen wrote us hope, and she did sort say, like, I know it's kind of cheesy, but – I think it's really relevant right now. Alexa had informed, Melissa engaged, Megan centered, Rachel kind, Kate inspiring people to be nuanced and shower with bar soap, which is hilarious. It is part of our mission statement now, I guess, Sarah. (laughs) It's true. I also want to share, I got a bar soap that has like the big dots on the bottom. So it like props itself up on the shower. And every time I shower with it, I think I need to tell Beth about this bar that has like its own little thing built in. Anyway, Uh, (laughs) Hillary, Perseverance, Allie said forward. I like that one a lot. Michael, Understanding or perseverance. Aaron had educate. Bryn thorough. Megan rational. What are what were some other ones you got? Uh, Kiara said inquiry, which I thought was really nice, and she pointed out that that involves questioning, but it's also non-judgmental, and I thought that was terrific. Mm-hmm. Lisa suggested patience or perseverance, and it sent us a really nice message along with that. And then Laura said that the word should be remember. To service as we look back on President Obama's administration, as we look at Trump moving forward, there's such a short memory span now with social media and the internet. We need to remember what happens and what has happened. Remember doesn't have to mean holding grudges, but it means we don't let flaws be forgotten with the 20-minute news cycle, and we don't let accomplishments be overshadowed by attacks or publicity. So it sounds like perseverance, like if we're flowing on democracy alone, got a lot of votes. Perseverance did get a lot of votes, and I think that's a good one. You know, it's it's a hard 
choice because I don't want to be Trump-centric in any way. Just like I said, in my personal life, I don't want to think about how much Trump sucks every day. I don't want our podcast to solely be about resistance or talking everybody off the ledge about Donald Trump every day or, or even becoming big Trump fans were that to come to pass, which is hard to imagine. But I'm stretching the immoral imagination and making room for that possibility. So probably not. (laughs) I I would hate to choose a word only thinking about the new administration. Yeah, I guess that's the discussion, right? Is our word about the podcast? Or is our word about the world we live in? Right? Does that make sense? So like, is the word um, the direction that we want the podcast to take and that we want to keep in mind as we have all further discussions or is the word sort of about the problem the podcast is trying to address which is this polarization and the world we find ourselves in and um, taking into account the new administration because it seems like there people are giving us words for two different scenarios a more like internal word and a more external word I guess is what I'm saying yeah that's an interesting clarification in the exercise (laughs) my thinking has been that it's a word for the podcast in yeah. the spirit of what we can control, where should our focus be? I, that's why I think forward really speaks to me because it's pr- the problem that I think people react to with the current state of polarization and the current state of our politics is that it just feels reductive and repetitive and it feels like we're having the same fights over and over and over again. I think that's why people like our primer episodes and I think that's always been our desire with pantsuit politics is not just to rehash but to find a small path forward even if it is now I understand you better and I can take a next step in sort of understanding where you're coming from and understanding where I'm coming from not necessarily forward to a solution or you know even if it's forward I understand you better or I understand the problem better or I understand the problem from a different perspective I think that's why that one really spoke to me I think that's a good a good starting place for us because I agree. I was talking with folks on Twitter yesterday about the Affordable Care Act. And my suggestion as we get into these discussions about the Affordable Care Act is to recognize that being for or against the Affordable Care Act is kind of like being for or against the woods. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a thousand pages long. It covers all kinds of ground. It doesn't make any sense to say, yes, throw it all away or protect all of it to your dying breath. Yeah. It is a fertile ground for negotiation. And if we want to move forward, isn't the way to do that to be really specific? Mm-hmm. Because even if you're a person who says, well, there, it must all flow together. You must have the individual mandate in order to have the exchanges in order, and you must have the subsidies. All of it has to come together. Okay, fine. But your negotiation with someone who disagrees with you will be significantly aided if you understand which part of that causes them concern and why. You can't come up with a solution if all you do is say, no, it's all good and we have to defend it all. Yeah. And likewise, it is meaningless to say you're going to repeal and replace it right now. Mm-hmm. So, so let's take very small forward steps just by listening to each other about the pieces of this mammoth legislation. Sarah and I have talked many times about our desire to age as gracefully as possible, and skincare is a huge piece of that. 
I spend a lot of time and money thinking about my skin and I have added Ritual to my routine, which just gives me a lot of comfort. Ritual is here for us. They have created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted clinical studies, so we know it's working. They're taking the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual Hyacera is one of several Ritual products that I love. I take the daily multivitamin, I take a probiotic, and Hyacera is that once daily skincare supplement that is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles and fine lines and increase skin smoothness in 90 days. I recently met a friend for the first time in person as opposed to online. And we were discussing the fact that I am 43 and she said, I cannot believe how young you look. And I thought, thank you, Ritual, for that. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on clean science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash pantsuit. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash pantsuit for 25% off. There's not much worse than a dry energy scalp. Also, when you get your hair colored and then it does not last as long as you and your stylist discussed, it could be that unfiltered, mineral-filled water is the culprit. Hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin, and about 85% of the United States uses hard water, filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered shower head comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered shower head. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered shower head is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code PANTSUIT at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. And they've even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit right. It's time to get your problems solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get 15% off your order with code PODCAST15. Well, and I think forward speaks to being in a real way in that sort of external context I was talking to is talking about as well, because, you know, I think that it's so if you're a progressive person, it feels like, you know, moving from an Obama administration to a Trump administration is like traveling back in time and it feels so discouraging. And so the idea that like we are still moving forward 
And like Obama said, zigzag is still forward. <laughs> and it might be left, the, the tiniest centimeter forward as we move, mostly right, but it's still forward. You know, time continues, a sun, the sun continues to rise, and um, the march of time is still moving forward. And so, and I think that's also getting back to our first discussion about the resistance. That's why, you know, I think total and complete resistance is... Um, an unwillingness to accept the reality of time and the reality that we will move forward and, you know, not to get total still magnolias, but at the end of the movie, you know, she says, time marches on. Now, she also says eventually you realize it's marching all over your face. But, you know, it's it, that's, I think that there's something centering and encouraging about realizing, like, life goes on and we're still moving forward in all kinds of ways, and I don't know. It makes me feel better anyway. And I'm I'm going to get specific about ways in which I think the Trump administration could move things forward as well. I know that we all have concerns about reports that he's considering restructuring the DNI and some other intelligence resources. Look, that probably is overdue to happen. Now, we can say it's concerning to see that unfolding, given that he has spoken about those agencies with such disrespect. But there is a possibility of some work being done there that needs to be done, and perhaps even in a way that is in the long run beneficial. And I, I really do like the idea of let's just concentrate on what can go forward. Mm-hmm. So do we do we like forward? Are we going to pick I, forward? I'm, I'm good with forward. I don't have any debate about that. No, I really like forward. I think the rest of these words feel like like value propositions that need to stay in our minds too. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think that kindness is a part of our brand, and perseverance is a part of moving forward. And being informed is essential to having nuanced dialogue that moves in in any direction. <laughs> besides backwards. Um, I think being rational is very important. And I think that what we try to do here is weave together the rational and the emotional. I'm, mm-hmm. I was talking to someone today about the fact that the, the person was talking about being professional at work and after having an emotional moment. And I said, yeah, I think we ought to ditch the idea that emotion is unprofessional. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a dated and unhelpful concept. And so I guess I just want to say rational to me is not at all exclusive of the way that you and I can get kind of self-helpy and, you know, um, spiritual. I think it all goes together quite well, actually. I agree. Shall we send Allie a t-shirt? I love that idea. Allie, shoot me an email with your address, girl, and your t-shirt size, and we'll send you a Pantsy Politics t-shirt. All right. Well, that was fun. We want to thank Susan, Randy, Lee, and Ralph for supporting Pantsuit Politics. We were really touched at the what felt like generous Christmas mm-hmm. presents to help keep Pantsuit Politics moving forward. And as always, thank you to our All-Star supporters, Melissa Tracy, Tracy, <laughs> Ashley, Audrey, Christine, Nicolette, Paige, and Sydney, as well as the people who regularly support us month to month. Um, We have lots of plans for the year and are excited to talk with you again on Tuesday. Until then, keep it nuanced, y'all. Bye.